Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Mind and Muscle Show with your host, Adrian Moreno, coming to you not live, but recorded from Austin, Texas. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having yourself an absolutely beautiful day, because I know I am. And uh, after this, your day is going to be, whoa, so much better because you're going to gain some knowledge that's really going to help you create your life through your own words. In other words, what? Okay, so here we go. What I'm about to share with you guys is a Facebook Live I did in our Facebook community, the Mind and Muscle community. If you are not in the Mind and Muscle community, by the way, you are missing out on so much more juicier content. All right, so if you want to go ahead and join the Mind and Muscle community, there is a link in the show notes, or you can just go to mindandmuscleacademy.com slash join mindandmuscleacademy.com slash join. Thank you very much. Uh, But anyways, guys, if you're not in there, seriously, hop in there. We do weekly trainings every single week. We don't hold anything back. It is the next best thing to literally being one of our clients. I'm not going to say it is the, I'm not going to say it is like being one of our clients, but it is one of the next best things to being one of our clients because in all honesty, we give everything away. Like our secrets, our, our, our processes, the things that we do with clients, we literally give it all away inside of this Facebook group because we don't believe in, and when I say we guys, I mean me, my business partner, my team, we're partnering up with, um, we're bringing some, um, new coaches and we're bringing some new partners on board. So it's getting really excited right now, a really exciting time. But what I was saying was we don't believe in the whole, Hey, you have to pay me if you want to like transform. If you want our help, you have to pay me. Fuck that. That's bullshit. I know a lot of people are like that, but not us. All right. So if you want to experience what it's like to be the next best thing to being one of our clients and in our world, go to mindandmuscleacademy.com slash join or go ahead and click in the show notes below. But what I'm about to share right now is a recording that I did. It's a training that I did inside of the group. And um, uh, this training is all about how to use language specific speaking in specific language patterns and hypnotic loops that are going to help you actualize your goals. Because one of the reasons why you probably don't have your goal yet is maybe because you don't know how to watch your mouth. Maybe you talk it away all day long like I'm stuck. I'm going nowhere. I'm frustrated. This is difficult. I hate this. This is killing me. I'm never going to be able to like, how do you expect to create the life that you want speaking those words? You already know the power of words. If you have listened to any of this podcast, I know there's one. Actually, I don't even know the title. So I'm not even going to go there. But anyways, I have jammed on long enough. Tune in. I hope you enjoy this one. Take some freaking notes, by the way. And if you want the PDF that goes along with this training, go to our Facebook group. Again, link in the show notes. Go to our Facebook group and you can get your hands on that PDF. Okay? But other than that, enjoy. Kick back. Don't go get no sugary snacks. Instead, go get you some water. (laughs) All right? So, see you guys later. All right, guys. So... (laughs) I freaking got it. I got it. I got it. I am so freaking stoked that I got this. Sorry that it took me forever and a day to get this going, guys. I should have started 20 minutes ago. 
I've been on the phone with Zoom trying to figure out how the heck to go live from Zoom to a Facebook group. It was giving me so much freaking trouble, but then I ended up just fixing it right now. So although I'm 20 minutes late, guys, I freaking showed up for you guys, okay? And we are about to dive into some killer, killer training for you guys to really help you really structure your language to make sure that you're speaking in such a pattern that is going to allow you to create your health and wellness goals with absolute ease because our language is very hypnotic by its very nature. And what this is going to do is it's actually going to show you how to create your own hypnotic language to basically hypnotize you to believe you are already healthy because if that's what you believe, then guess what? It's gonna become your actual reality. Now understand, this is not just for health. What we're doing right now is also going to be something that you can utilize for every area of your life, okay? So I'm going to show you why you have unwanted habits and how to get rid of those unwanted habits, all right? So let me just make sure, I want to pull this up on my page to make sure I'm not missing any any comments or anything by the way guys if you are watching live go ahead and hit me with the hashtag live and if you're watching the replay go ahead and hit me with the hashtag replay oh comments or anything all right there we go i see we're live all right cool so i see we are on bobby what's going on i just see your comment so guys i am going to have everybody's comment section i'm gonna have my phone here looking at the live stream on facebook so um, drop your comments below, ask any questions. This can be a very interactive training. My beautiful business partner, Nikki, just joined. What's going on, Nikki? Hey, hey, can you hear me? I'm actually going to go on mute since I'm driving, but I am so excited for this. Okay, yes, we can hear you perfectly fine. Um, so yes, go ahead and go ahead and you can put yourself on mute and we're going to start the training right now. So I'm going to keep my phone open and I'm going to make sure I'm about to share my screen. And I want to make sure that this is completely going through. Okay. So give me one second. Uh, using your link. Okay. Here we go. This is so fun, guys. This is like my first time doing this. Oh, and it's even doing the captions. I feel like a, I feel like a grandpa just learned how to use um, technology. I feel freaking amazing. <laughs> All right, everybody. So. Let's go ahead and let's talk about some very important, excuse my abundance of tabs. I know I got like a million tabs open. By the way, guys, if you're watching live, go ahead and hit me with the hashtag live. And if you're watching the replay, go ahead and hit me with the hashtag replay. This is gonna be a very eye-opening um, topic for a lot of you guys, because I wanna make sure you understand first and foremost why you have unwanted habits. So before we actually dive into this, let's actually talk about this. A lot of the people that we get on the phone with, a lot of the people that we work with, a lot of our current clients, they struggled coming in with very unwanted habits, undesirable habits, habits such as binging, right? Binge eating literally becomes an habitual act. Not only binge eating, we can say living a more, living more of a very sedentary life. Right? They got the habit of procrastinating and putting off their workouts. They got the habit of eating junk food. They just got these unwanted habits that they really, really want to get rid of. Consciously, they understand consciously 
that this freaking habit is not serving me. It's very easy to understand this consciously. And they're like, I consciously want to create another goal. There's a goal I have in my life, a different result. I want to create this specific result. But these habits, for some reason, I keep falling into their grip, right? Go ahead and hit me with an emoji below if you feel like this resonates with you. If you have a habit or two that you feel like is not really serving you, go ahead and let me know what that habit is below in the comment section, guys, because I want to show you exactly why you have that habit. If a habit is there, it's there because the subconscious mind literally thinks you want it to be there. So if you have a habit of binging, all right, let's say, let's say you have a habit of every night around 10 or 11 o'clock, you have a habit of binging. You get up, you go to the kitchen, and you just start munching on whatever. You see, on a conscious level, you know that's not the best thing. But if that habit is there, there is, a, there is something in your unconscious mind that legitimately thinks you want that habit. Because a mind is actually your best friend. It may not feel like that right now. You may feel like your mind is like a, a freaking little wild monkey running all over the place. But it truly is your best friend if you know how to communicate with it. If you understood how to communicate with the subconscious mind, you would clearly see that it is your best friend and you can get it to do whatever you want it to do, right? Pretty cool. So let me see here. Let me make sure I put a, give me one second. I am just, Give me one second, guys. I'm just putting the caption on here. All right, guys. So I'm going to share my screen here. So let me know if I'm sharing my screen. Okay, let's see. All right. Can you guys see my screen? Let me know if you guys can see my screen. Is that a yay? Is that a nay? Okay, yes, it's showing. All right, it is showing, it is showing. Okay, it's showing on Facebook, hell yeah. Yeah, this is so freaking cool. I, I literally feel like one of those you know, grandparents who's like, oh my God, I just learned how to use Google or something. I feel so freaking cool. All right, so here we go. How to utilize your language to actualize your health goals. Pretty cool, huh? So understand your words are creators and the words you speak will create the life that you live. Therefore, if you want to change your life, change the way you describe what life is. Your words create your reality. Your words create your reality. Comment that below if that's actually hitting home for you right now, because I want you to really ingrain this. 
Your words create your experience. They create your reality. By the way, guys, if you want access to this PDF, just comment below PDF in the comment section below, and I'll go ahead and I'll be sure me or somebody on my team get you over this PDF, okay? So key things to remember. These things I want you to keep in mind as we go throughout the training, because these are the foundations of this entire training. These are ways, these are like rules of the mind. This is how the mind itself actually functions. Guys, isn't it crazy that you came into this world and you were just taught how to tie your shoes, how to put one plus one equals two, how to do all of that. But the one thing we're not taught is how to actually freaking use our mind. The one thing that we take everywhere that we go, right? Like come the freak on, okay? So guys, be ready, take some notes because you are literally about to get a user's manual to your own mind. And I'm about to help you big time with this. I'll get you the PDF, Bobby. So key things to remember is your mind does exactly what it thinks you want it to do. Keyword, thinks. Your mind does exactly what, you, what it thinks you want it to do. Second, your mind only responds to two things, two things only. The pictures you make in your head and the words you say to yourself. And if you've ever paid attention to your mind, you will see that your words literally just kind of create pictures. Your words create pictures. If you say, I'm a failure, pay attention to what kind of image that's going to create for you. So keep that in mind. And you, you will have an emotional reaction to any words or any pictures you say in your head. Next, your mind loves what is familiar and hates what is unfamiliar? That's the most simplest thing. Your mind loves what is familiar and hates what is unfamiliar. And I bet you're like, you know what? Damn right. I don't like change. Most people, they want change. But when it comes to the change itself, the transition period, nobody really wants that because it's not, it's not the fact that it's uncomfortable. It's just unfamiliar. Whenever people tell me, oh my God, I'm so stuck in my comfort zone. I feel like that's why I can't make changes. And it's like, but are you really comfortable where you're at? Because if you were comfortable with where you're at, why the hell are you trying to make changes? If you were comfortable with where you're at, there should be no need to change. So it's not that you're just comfortable. You're actually very uncomfortable. You're just so familiar. If that familiar is very uncomfortable, you will continue to create it just because it's familiar. The human, our human nature does not like change. It likes constant. Next, your mind's number one job, and this is probably the key thing for you to remember. Your mind's number one job is to make sure you live a long life. And it does this by finding out what causes you pain and makes sure to avoid whatever that is at all costs. If you burn your hand on a stove when you're little, your mind's like, holy shit, that is pain. For the rest of our life, we are not going near a stove or putting our hand near a stove, right? So it does this, it actually does this to protect you, which is really good. But we don't know how to, we don't know how to work with this. So instead of us, instead of it protecting us, it actually puts us in very shitty circumstances 
thinking it's protecting us, right? Like for example, if you don't like exercising or eating healthy, somewhere in your subconscious mind, you perceive, it perceives eating healthy and, and, and exercising and taking care of yourself as dangerous. It perceives it. And so it's like, oh, we're just not gonna do that because that's pretty dangerous. And that takes us to our next point. The mind listens to everything you say and it takes it at face value. It doesn't care if what you're saying is right or wrong. If you're saying, oh my God, working out kills me. Let's be honest, guys. Does working out really kill you? No, it actually makes you very alive. Okay? If you say, oh my God, working out makes me sick to my stomach. Your body, your mind will say, okay, well, that's not right or that's not wrong. That just is what it is. So you will get sick when you work out or you will be sick so you don't have to work out. Your mind takes everything very, very literal. And we're we're actually going to cover that here in a second. Now, uh, if you have any questions, guys, drop them below in the chat box too. So sabotage happens because you're not communicating properly to the subconscious. That's the only reason sabotage happens. Next, if there is anything that you seemingly don't want showing up in your life, then it's because somehow, some way, you are communicating to the mind that you actually want those things. If you want to stop overeating extremely bad, but for some reason you can never stop overeating, it's because your mind genuinely and sincerely believes you want to keep overeating. So it's going to keep driving you to that. Next, the mind does what you tell it to do. It wants to take orders from you, instructions in clear direction. It does not take instructions by complaint. Complaining is not an instruction, guys. A lot of people complain. A lot of people got a lot of negatives to say. They kind of just vent. Those are not instructions. So the mind just works off of whatever it has. So they ask yourself, how clearly am I speaking to my mind? Am I giving it legit instructions or am I kind of just free balling it, hoping, <laughs> freestyling it, hoping it is okay? Oh my God. Next is going to be the mind takes everything very literal. The mind is like a four or five-year-old kid. The mind stops it really stops maturing around the age of four or five is when the subconscious will stop maturing. So this, it takes everything very literal. Like if you're a four-year-old kid and I tell you that Santa Claus lives on top of the globe and he comes in the, and he comes down the chimney one time a year, eats cookies, drinks milk, you're going to take that very literal and you're going to put cookies out and you're going to put milk out and you're going to write Santa a letter because you take it very literally. At a young age, the subconscious mind does the same thing. So if you're saying things like, oh my God, my job kills me, chances are you will probably end up with some kind of ailment, heart attack, something going on because of how much you speak about this is killing me. The mind is like, oh, are you sure you want that? Okay, you keep talking about it. So let's just create that. The mind does not have, the mind, it doesn't know if it's right or wrong. It just takes it for what you give it. Next. It runs all the functions of your physical body. This is extremely important for this specific topic because we're talking around health. So just keep this one in mind. It's going to bold that one because that's a big one. The mind is the body 
and the body is the mind. There is no such thing as a body or a mind. There is only body-mind. This thing here, this body, this body here is not separate from my mind. Your mind is not located in your head. Your mind is not located in your head, okay? Your brain's located in your head, not consciousness. Consciousness is like, if I can feel this, my mind is allowing me to feel this, right? So keep that in mind. Next, the body will act in a way that absolutely matches your thinking. The body will act in a way that absolutely matches your thinking. This is very important. A lot of people get sick in life because they literally expect to get sick. Cells are very, very intelligent. They're conscious and they're paying attention to everything that you say. So be very careful what you expect out of your body in the future. A lot of people think that it's a fact that the body gets frail and breaks down as you age. My friends, that is not a fact. That is not a scientific fact. The body can actually go stronger as you age, if you expect it to. So just really hold on to that one too, all right? Next. So again, keep these concepts in your mind as we go throughout this training. Now, one thing that's important here is once we go through something that we interpret as painful or challenging, our mind will immediately see that as danger. Therefore, it's going to respond in three different ways. Now, keep in mind, I did say when we go through something, we interpret because we create meanings. Nothing has a meaning, right? Like if this, if this cup fell over, that has no meaning, but I can do that and I can be like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. That must mean I'm gonna die or something. something something's about to fall over and spill all over the place. And then you create a meaning out of an event. Like if me and Bobby were walking next to each other or, or like we were walking downtown and I walked right by him and I say he smiled and said, hey, smiled at me, but I just kept walking. I didn't say anything. He could make that an entire meeting and say, oh my God, that guy is a dick. But what really just happened is, yo, I probably just didn't hear you. And I just kept walking, right? We add meanings to everything in life, but no event can inherently have a meaning. Remember that. So we tend to respond three different ways to painful and challenging situations. The first way is the mind will induce a physical ailment. It will create a physical ailment it will cause you to get sick. It will cause you to get a physical ailment that gives you a reason to pull out of something. Let's say you're going to do a big presentation for, um, for your company. You're going to do a big presentation for the company that you work for or something. And you're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't. I'm getting so scared. I'm getting so scared. Oh, I would give anything just to be able to lay in bed all day and not go to this thing. Your body's like... Oh, I mean, the mind goes, oh, you, you want to lay in bed? You don't want to, okay, let me just, let me just do something. Okay, here, now you have the flu. And then there you are sick for a whole week 
you bought your way out of a presentation. The mind is going to hear and react to what you're giving it. If you say, I will give anything to stay in bed for a week, don't be surprised if something like the flu hits you very short thereafter. All right. Second way that the mind, second way that you tend to respond is you push through it, but you don't like it. Like you're pushing through something, you're putting yourself in a scary situation, but the entire time, the entire time you dislike it and it's a very unpleasant experience, okay? So do you have to do that? They say, do the things you don't like and just do them. Guys, life can be a lot easier than that. It does not need to be so freaking painful like that. <laughs> All right. So next, this is where I this is where this whole training is going to get you to. It's to this point. This is where we want to be. This is where I'm going to help you go. After this training, you're going to know exactly how to speak to yourself to understand. You're going to make the mind know that this event is not painful. This event is not dangerous. Actually, this is a pleasurable event. You're going to do this by using pleasurable words. So our minds are wired to move towards pleasure and away from pain. Therefore, if you're dealing with an undesired circumstance over and over again, then like we talked about, you're communicating to the mind that that circumstance is indeed a pleasurable one, even if it feels painful for you. So the mind tends to move away from pain by causing you to distract yourself, procrastinate, or self-sabotage. If you view eating healthy or exercising as painful every single time it actually comes to exercising, you will tell yourself, oh man, I gotta do this. Oh man, I gotta do that. In fact, I just got off the phone with an, with an individual who said that they don't like to be uncomfortable. They like to be in comfortable clothing, sitting on the couch and just, you know, they're like, you know, when it comes to work, when it comes to me on the computer, I can work hard, I can be focused, I can be determined, I can be motivated. But the moment it comes to me working out, being active, it just changes. I just start procrastinating. I'll start working more. I'll start doing other things, start cleaning the house, start doing these little things. And it's because the mind is doing everything it can to keep you away from that painful event because she viewed it as uncomfortable. The mind is like, oh my God, that is painful. So I'm going to do everything that I'm going to make sure that you don't make time for this workout. All right. Because the mind is trying to keep you in pleasure. One second, guys, I have to drink. <laughs> I got this thing full of Hennessy. Okay, I'm totally playing, guys. It is H2O. I do not drink alcohol. Okay, so here we go. So let's go ahead. Well, okay, let me ask you, this is a good point. If you're constantly struggling with your health goals, where and how are you telling your mind that being out of shape is actually pleasurable? And where and how are you telling your mind that being in shape is painful and dangerous? Because chances are you're telling your mind exactly that. Okay? So let's give a perfect example of what this miscommunication looks like. So you're on a weight loss journey and a friend wants to go to a pizza place. So you go ahead, you meet them while knowing that pizza is your favorite food and it probably isn't the most helpful for you and your weight loss goal. So you get ready to order and you say, 
Ah, pizza is my favorite. It's so good. Nothing is better than cheese pizza, but I'm on a diet. So I'm gonna just eat this salad instead. This is very common. How many times have you went out to eat and you're like, man, I would love to eat that, but I'm on a diet, so I'm just gonna do this instead. It's probably happened. You put a one in the chat if you've ever did something very similar to that. I can tell you, I can throw like a hundred ones in the chat because I've done the same exact thing, all right? So this way of communication is literally telling your subconscious mind, hey, I like pizza so much, but because I'm losing weight, I'm gonna eat this salad. This is painful. This is an energetic communication of, I don't really like this. Pay attention to the words, guys. Pizza is my favorite. It's so good. Nothing is better than pizza. This is clear communication to the subconscious mind that pizza equals pleasure. And remember, our minds are wired to move us towards pleasure and away from pain. And then when you add the following, but I'm on a diet, so I'm just gonna eat this, this salad instead, that's clear communication that salad is pain. Because you're not telling your mind that you enjoy salad. You're not telling your mind that salad is your favorite, that you actually perceive salad as pleasurable. You're not telling your mind that. You're only telling the mind that the pizza is where the pleasure is. So this is where you can, this is why people will stay on diets for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months and start to fall off. Because the entire time they're like, oh, I would love my favorite food. I would love to eat my favorite foods again, but I'm dieting right now. So I'm just gonna do this. The mind at a point is just gonna be like, yo, this is too much. Boom, self-sabotage. You end up binge eating, you end up redoing, undoing all of your progress. And before you know it, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You're back at square one or even worse than you started off before. So let's go ahead and let's use the same exact scenario and let's just switch up the interpretation. Let's just change it up a bit. Same exact scenario. You're going to pizza, you're on a diet, you're trying to eat healthy. This, my friends, is a much better way to knock this out. Oh, pizza. I like pizza, but you know what I love? I love being my perfect weight. I love being fit, healthy, and slim. I could eat every, I could eat pizza every day for 50 years, but I choose to feel healthy to feel great. I choose high energy, a clear mind, and a long life. Yes, I choose that. And it feels so damn good. I love feeling great. I love being a healthy weight. I love it so much. So I happily choose this salad instead. A couple of things here. The first thing I want you to pay attention to is the energetic difference. Same scenario different perspective, completely different energies, completely different energy. 
Now, let's break this down and let me actually show you why this works very well. One, oh, pizza, I like pizza, but you know what I love? When you say this, there is no attachment to the pizza. Yes, you are communicating to the subconscious mind that pizza is still pleasurable. There's no need to lie to your mind. It's a lot smarter than you think it is. But you're not going to sit there and be like, oh my God, I hate pizza. You don't need to do that. All you can do is, yeah, I like pizza. But you know what I love? Instead of saying, but I'm on a diet, so I'm going to just eat this instead. Look at the sh quick shift. And then you say, but you know what I love? This communicates to the subconscious mind that there is indeed something that you deem more pleasurable. And the subconscious mind always associates pleasure with ease. So it will always seek the path of least resistance. So when you say, I like pizza, the subconscious mind is like, okay, that's pleasurable. But then when you go, but what I love is this, the subconscious mind goes, oh, that's more pleasurable. Okay, we're going that way. This is cool. We're going to go that way, though, because that's way more pleasurable. And then you say, I love being my perfect weight. I love being healthy, fit, and slim. This is sending communication to the mind that, hey, being fit, healthy, and slim is actually the big pleasure. This is the real pleasure. And the subconscious mind is going to go, yeah, let me move towards that even more. And then the next line, I could eat pizza every day for 50 years, but I choose to feel great. I choose high energy. I choose a clear mind, a long life. Yes, I choose that. And it feels so good. I, I encourage you to add that to a lot of sayings. It feels so good. It helps a lot. But you're communicating to the mind that you choose to feel great and feel healthy. And remember, your mind does exactly what it thinks you want it to do. So when you say, I choose this, I choose this, I choose that, by simply saying, I choose, by simply saying that specific wording, I choose, choose by just that you're giving the mind clear instructions in clear direction and remember the mind wants to take those orders from you like a, like the like the crew from the captain of the ship baby and so when you say i choose guys if there's going to be something you take away from this three words that will change your entire life i choose that I choose that. That is a powerful thing. It's I choose that. So when you say I choose, that is literally a direct order to the subconscious mind. So that's clear, direct instructions. Guys, this is not positive thinking bullshit. This is clear, direct, precise, and sharp communication to the subconscious mind. That's what this is, not positive thinking. I don't like the whole positive thinking movement anyway, to be honest. I like real thinking. This is real thinking. So like the crew on the captain of the ship is going to take those orders until it becomes so natural 
And now the subconscious runs the show. So yes, I choose that and it feels so good. I love feeling great. I love being healthy weight. I love it so much. So I happily choose a salad today. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. That's all the mind is hearing. So it's going to naturally, without effort on your part, move you in that direction. Hit me with some hearts if this is hitting home for you. If you're getting some real baddie from this and you're like, oh my God, this is why. If you're starting to see how this works, show me some love in the comment section below. All right, next, let's go ahead. I was like, you know what? Let me give them a couple of examples so they can really see this point. So here's another example. I would love to just lay here on this couch and watch Netflix. There's nothing else. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. It feels amazing and working out kills me. It's too draining and exercising is time consuming. I don't have any time for it. I'm exhausted from work, family life, daily troubles. I just don't have the energy for it. Well, let's break it down, baby. When you say, I would love to just lay here on this couch and watch Netflix. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. It feels amazing and working out kills me. The subconscious mind is going to observe and then it is going to interpret this as laying down and watching Netflix is pleasure and safe. And working out is actually dangerous and unsafe. Guys, literally you're saying working out kills me. Literally the mind again, remember it takes Everything very literal. Is that the signal you want your subconscious mind to operate off of if you're trying to exercise more? Is that the signal working out kills me? Is that what you want your mind to be interpreting? Come on, of course not. And then you're gonna go even further and say it's too draining and exercise is time consuming. I don't have any time for it. This is commonly said amongst those who do not exercise. Those who choose not to exercise. If they literally choose not to exercise by saying, I don't have time, this literally will hypnotize you into a reality that doesn't exist. If you truly perceive I don't have time, the subconscious mind will just hypnotize you to believe, yeah, you really don't have time. So keep that in mind. Your ability to see the available time is going to become shut out by saying, I don't have time. Your ability to see becomes shut out and the mind will paint a picture in your perception because remember, the mind listens to everything that you say and it doesn't care if it's what you're saying is right or wrong. And it will be sure. If you say, I don't have time, the subconscious mind will be sure that you don't have time for it because the mind takes orders from you. So when you say, I don't have time, that's a direct instruction to the subconscious mind to ensure you set up your day in such a way where you don't see the time. Even though the time is there, you just won't be able to see it. Okay? And then you say, I'm exhausted from work, family life, and daily troubles. I don't have the energy for it. Guys, come on. This is communication is very clear and very precise. When you say I'm exhausted from work, family, day, family life, daily troubles, I don't have energy for working out, the communication is clear and precise and it says, oh, 
Okay, so you actually want me to deplete the body's energy. Guys, for real, sit here and say, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm so, even if you're super wide awake, say, I'm so tired. My eyes are getting heavy, like glue. They're getting tired so heavy. They're sealed shut. The more I try to open them, the harder they get to open. Man, they're so sealed shut. I'm getting tired in every body, every bone in my body. Watch how your energy will literally go down. But if you say, yes, 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 I have the energy. I'm so energized. I'm so alive. I'm feeling so good. Watch your energy literally go up. So when you say I don't have the energy for it, I'm exhausted. The mind is like, okay, so yes, we will deplete the body's energy. Yes, master, let's deplete your energy. Because remember, it runs all of the functions of your physical body. And the body will act in a way that absolutely matches your thinking. The words have a hypnotizing effect on the mind, which literally impacts the body directly. Because again, remember, the mind is there, the mind is the body, and the body is the mind. There is no such thing as a body and a mind, only a body mind. So if you want to directly communicate with it more precisely, you're going to say, I choose to work out right now because I look at those words again, guys. We're going with our power words one more time. I choose to work out right now because I love feeling great. I choose to exercise because I love running around and playing with my kids playing free. I love being healthy and energized every day. That's why I love exercise. Exercise excites me. It thrills me. And it makes me feel alive. I like laying on the couch and watching Netflix sometimes too. But you know what I love? I love being active, healthy, and energized. So I choose to live actively and exercise. Oh my God, guys, look at the freaking difference here. Same scenario, completely different interpretation. Let's break it down. I choose to work out right now because I love feeling great. I choose to exercise because I love running around and playing with my kids pain-free. This is direct instruction because you're using the words again. I choose. Guys, anytime you say I choose, that's direct instructions. I choose direct instruction. I choose equals direct instruction. And when you follow, because I love feeling great, you associate and you build a neural connection, a psychological connection in between exercise and feeling great. So when you say I choose to exercise because I love feeling great, immediately the subconscious mind will make the connection between exercise and feeling great. And feeling great is pleasure. It's pleasure. So the mind's like, okay, we're going to keep exercising because we love feeling pleasurable, right? And then when you follow it with, I choose to exercise because I love running around with my kids pain-free. You are driving the above point even further. And now your subconscious mind begins associating exercise with more things that you bring you pleasure. If you say, I choose to exercise because I love feeling great, it's going to say, okay, exercise leads to feeling great. The subconscious mind starts to make connections. And then when you say, I love to exercise because I love running around playing with my kids pain-free, 
the subconscious mind is, oh, so exercise also makes sure you're pain-free with your kids. It starts to make all these connections. So all the things that you genuinely love in life, your mind will just naturally drive you towards that by making sure you're exercising and eating healthy. And then when you say, I love being healthy and energized every day, it's why I love to exercise. The mind interprets it in clear and direct, exercise equals pleasure. The mind will find more and more reasons to move you towards exercise consistently. And then when you say exercise excites me, it thrills me, and it makes me feel alive. How do you think the body's going to react to exercise here compared to exercise kills me and drains me and exhausts me? Simple. It's going to get directly energized, not only through your movements, literally through your words, because the body will act in a way that absolutely matches your thinking. If you sit here and say, I got a tummy ache without a tummy ache, you will have a tummy ache within 90 seconds if you just focus on it long enough. And if you say exercise makes me feel alive and it excites me, your body will literally replicate what you're telling it to do. Next, exercise will be much easier to stay consistent in with this language because your mind only responds to two things, the pictures you make in your head and the words you say to yourself. So what kind of picture are you painting around exercise if you're using words like excited and alive? You're only gonna paint a picture that the mind will want to drive you towards more and more and more. Hit me with some hearts if this is making some sense for you people. I hope this is really, really hitting home for you guys. And I hope you're getting some major value off of this. And definitely tag somebody who you feel like can benefit off of this. Next, when you go, I like laying on the couch and watching Netflix sometimes too. But you know what I love? Being active, healthy, and energized. So I choose to live actively and exercise. Again, guys, no need to lie, lie to the mind. You don't, you're, we're not going to sit here and lie to our mind. You may like laying on the couch and watching Netflix sometimes too. I mean, who the hell doesn't? I do too. But the moment again that you say, you know what I love? but you know what I love? You are communicating to the mind that there is something more pleasurable than Netflix and laying on the couch, and that is being healthy and energized. Therefore, the subconscious will focus on driving you towards what brings you more pleasure. So you will genuinely enjoy exercise and all that comes with being healthy and much more. And this is effortless. Guys, it doesn't require effort for me or Nikki to exercise. Nikki's working out every single morning. I'm working out every single day, and we don't have to motivate ourselves to do it. It is an effortless process simply because our subconscious mind at this point has made direct connections between exercise and pleasure. So subconscious will naturally do what it does. Keep that in mind. Last example here. Yes, last example here, guys. And I'm going to give you a little homework assignment to do. But the last example here is going to be, there's no way I could eat healthy. Veggies and fruits are not only gross, but they're so expensive. I can't afford that. Plus, the unhealthy foods are so good. I love the taste so much. I gag when I even try and eat healthy. 
So let's break it down. There's, I know right now you probably get the point, but I'm going to drive this fucking home for you guys. Excuse my language, but it's just how I feel. So there is no way I could eat healthy. Veggies are not only gross, but they're so expensive. I can't afford that. Here we go. Let's break it down. There is no way I could eat healthy is an empty statement. I mean, it's not an empty statement. These are indeed instructions to the mind for the mind to carry out. The mind only hears, oh, okay, don't eat healthy food, got it. When you say there's no way I can eat healthy, that's clear instructions to the subconscious, okay, don't eat healthy. You got it, Captain, we won't eat healthy. In the same way those are instructions, when you say, I can't afford that. This is also an instruction to not see the money or all of the opportunities to make money that there is when it comes to eating healthy. Literally hypnotizing yourself to believe that you have less than what you actually have. Have you ever noticed a lot of people say, I can't afford that. I can't afford eating healthy. I can't afford a health program. I can't do that. Yet they turn around and spend hundreds to thousands of dollars every month on shit that is literally being the most disservice thing that they can possibly do. So, so easy. The reason why they actually have the money, but when they say I, I can't afford eating healthy, what they do is they block their ability to see money for health, but they only see money for the weed, money for the alcohol, money for the, extra, for the bullshit food, money for whatever, but they would not be able to see the other money because they literally give their mind instructions to block that off. Remember guys, the mind listens to whatever you say, doesn't care if it's right or wrong. You have all the resources you possibly need. That's right. When you say I'm broke, that is not an accurate statement. But the mind itself, it's not going to tell if it's right or wrong. It's just going to go off of what you give it. So when you say I gag when I eat healthy, merely saying this, like by merely saying this will cause you that you will gag, would literally cause the physical response in your body because remember, the mind does exactly what, you, what it thinks you want it to do. When you say, I will gag when I eat healthy, you will actually gag because the mind does what you tell it to do. Your mind only responds to the pictures you make in your head and the words you say to yourself. When you say, I'll gag when I eat healthy, what kind of picture is that creating, guys? Your body's going to respond to that. The mind takes everything very literal. If you say, I gag when I eat healthy, the mind takes that very literally and will make you gag. When you say it runs all the functions of your physical body, you will gag because the body will act in a way that absolutely matches your thinking. Like, okay, for example, my brother Vincent, he can't stand anything vegan. He has probably the strongest bias towards veganism. If it's vegan, he's like, oh, fucking gross. It's fucking fake food. It's bullshit. It's just, ugh. he can't even stomach the thought of eating vegan food. So we took our family to Arlo's. If you've ever been to Arlo's, best vegan food, hands down, 
fucking amazing vegan food. All of my family who's unvegan, not vegan, they enjoy it. My brother who I love to death, this dude eats the crappiest food in the world. This food was no healthier than the food he eats because Arlo's is like a junk food vegan place. The moment he bit, he was like, I just can't do it. Because his mind about the food caused him to react like that. So keep that in mind. Ask yourself, am I even giving myself a chance to like healthy food or am I hypnotizing myself to not like it? Because you're hypnotizing yourself all day. And we'll talk about hypnosis in, in another training um, about what hypnosis is actually so you guys understand. Now, here's how you can directly communicate with the subconscious. I love eating healthy food. It excites me to eat colorful and nutrient-packed foods. Fresh fruits and veggies taste rich. I love it. And I choose to eat healthy food because not only does it taste amazing, but it makes me feel so good. I love being healthy in a body that I love and healthy food that makes me live longer. I choose this. Again, guys, I love eating healthy food. It excites me to eat colorful and nutrient-packed foods. The subconscious mind observes this and it's going to interpret it as, oh shit, healthy food actually equals pleasure. Me, I love broccoli, right? I set my mind up to perceive broccoli as the most pleasurable thing in the world. So fresh fruits and veggies taste so rich. I love it. I choose to eat healthy food, not only because it feels amazing, but it makes me feel good. Not because it tastes amazing. By merely saying the fruits and veggies taste rich, it will cause the food to taste more rich, whatever rich means to you. If you say, oh my God, this piece of broccoli is going to taste so soothing and rich, it will cause the food to taste more rich. I know this sounds like bullshit, but your mind is going to open up a reception, a perception of beauty when it eats the food. So it is going to naturally create the experience. Now, Whenever you say the mind further connect, so the mind begins to further connect healthy food with pleasure. You're also saying that these foods make you feel so good. By saying this, you're changing the way that the food will behave in your system. When you say broccoli makes me feel so good, you're going to change the way it behaves in your system and you are amplifying the effect that the food will have on you because remember, the body will act in a way that absolutely matches your thinking. So when you say, I love being healthy in a body that makes healthy food, makes me live longer, I choose this. Again, the mind's like pleasure, 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 safety, safety, safety. And then when you say healthy food makes me live longer, you're speaking directly to the mind's primary objective. Make sure you live a long life. Again, when you, this is probably the most important part. When you say healthy food makes me live longer, you're speaking directly to the mind's primary objective. So make sure you live a long life. This multiplies the mind's natural desire and tendency to eat healthier food because the mind associates it with a longer life. And the mind is designed to make you live a long life. 
So if it associates eating healthy with a long life, it will naturally make eating healthy effortless, more, more effortless than you can possibly imagine. So in summary, guys, your words are very, very hypnotic. They have a very hypnotic effect on your entire perception and experience of life. Therefore, having an awareness of your speaking and consciously choosing your words is essential. The words you speak will create the life you perceive and experience. There is simply no way around this. Each word carries strong creative power and will always create the circumstances that the words are implying and expecting. Your words are suggestions and through repetition, the subconscious mind will accept and act out on these suggestions. Knowing this, do you still wanna use words and phrases like, oh, I can't cope, it's too hard, hell, it's not fair, stressful, boring, terrible, makes me wanna die, driving me mad, pushing me to the limit, it's a catastrophe, it's overwhelming, making me crazy, it's a nightmare, it's a disaster, it's driving me insane, it is causing agony. This is so difficult. Like, do you really want to use those words, guys? Are these the words you want to describe your life path to your goal, your life or your path to your goals? Are these the words you want to use to describe your life in the path to your goals? Definitely not. If you're wanting to create an experience that is a beautiful one, you probably don't want to use words like that. So instead, use words like, this inspires me. This makes me feel alive. This energizes me. I love this. This makes me so happy. I choose this. I like this. This amazes me. Easy, pleasant, soothing. These are the words I choose to describe my life in the past to my goals. I love waking up every morning and working on my business because it makes me feel amazing. I love making an impact. I choose to grow this business every single day. Look at the wording around that. This is why doing the things I need to do is easier for me because I speak it in easier ways. So if you forget everything from today, just remember this. Play close attention to the words you use on a daily basis when you're talking about yourself, when you're describing your experience, and most importantly, when you're describing your goals and the actions you need to take to get there. If you need to run and if you need to exercise and eat healthy to lose weight and be in the body that you want, be careful how you describe those actual actions. Be very careful how you describe it's going to determine whether you do them or not. So here's an action step. Go home. Create a list of all the words you find yourself using on a consistent basis. And find words that you can use in their place that are more empowering. For example, it's too difficult. You can switch that. So this is challenging. And I love challenges. That's easy. This is uncomfortable. You can switch that to this is familiar and I choose to make this familiar. I'm so nervous and scared. This is super exciting. I love this. 
how simple that is. And here's something also, guys, that's really important for you guys to know, that the body on a physiological level, when you're excited, it is the same physiological response, the same biological makeup that your body produces, the same chemical soup that your body produces when you're scared. So when you're scared or when you're nervous, instead of saying I'm scared or nervous, literally just say I'm excited. Your body will adapt to that because you're, you're already set up for it energetically and physically, okay? But just remember everything I told you guys today and really take this serious when you're speaking about your goals, when you're talking about these things that are very important because I mean, at the end of the day, guys, this is what's going to create, whether you get to where you want or you don't. So if this was valuable for you, go ahead and drop hashtag value in the comment section below. And if you feel, and hit me with some hearts, hit me with some hearts. And guys, and if you also feel like there's people who can benefit from what we're doing here, this kind of training here, invite them to the group, tag them in the training. Let them experience this. And if you want to learn this even deeper, share what you just learned today. Because if you share it with somebody, it's going to ingrain even deeper in your system. Okay? So I will see you guys next Friday for our next Lunch and Learn at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Um, Pacific Standard. Yeah, Pacific Time. And keep in mind, guys, we're doing this every week at the same exact time. So put the notifications on for this group so you never, ever miss another training again. All right. And again, one last time, if you would like the PDF of this exact training that I shared with you guys, go ahead and comment below PDF me or somebody on my team will reach out and get it over to you. All right. Hope this was helpful for you guys and I will see you next week.